You're listening to the We Thought Nerd Podcast, podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And Rob, and Rob. just disconnected. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> A little rough start, but there's Rob. There's Rob. Hey, Rob. Yes, I am here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you hit the disconnect button instead of the unmute button. <laughs> I know. No, that didn't that happen. That was the first time it happened. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Rob, what have you been up to? Besides disconnecting from chat? Yeah, besides that. On purpose? Um, On purpose. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out of here, guys. (laughs) Way too much of my time. So, yeah, it's Uh, been a couple weeks, guys. It's been a little bit since we've we've done this. Since about Mm -hmm. the the launch of Red Dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I put in a little bit of time there and then realized this is going to take all my time. (laughs) So I need to play something else uh, just until I start getting really deep into it. So... Actually, uh, bottom played through the Return of the Obra Dinn, which I've got a uh-huh. short review for it. Um, I cool. talked about a little bit during the Metacritic reviews last time, and it's kind of like a a murder mystery Sudoku is the best way I can explain it. It's a puzzle where you look there's for little... suicide too. There's all sorts of things. <laughs> yes, that's seppuku. <laughs> I see sure. right. Yeah, you see where I went. So anyway, um, really fun game. Um, actually, it took a lot longer than I thought. I probably got a good 10 hours out of it. And it was a really pretty game that um, was actually a lot of fun to play. So, yeah, we'll talk nice. a little bit more about that later on. But And then uh, I end up getting a new laptop for downstairs uh, just when the family is sitting around watching TV. So getting a little wow. bit back into that uh, CRPG mode. Oh, nice. So about a... About 10 hours or so into uh, Pillars of Eternity 1. And the goal is to play through all the ones that are on my backlog. So we'll see. Nice, nice. What about nice. you, Andrew? Very cool. Other than being jealous that, you know, Brandon and Jared got to go to BlizzCon, uh, I've been doing a lot of a lot of community work and been playing Guild Wars 2. I had some friends that got me back into it. I haven't hmm. played it in like six years. So when logging in, I got like six years worth of uh, <laughs> gifts and everything. <laughs> but actually nice. really enjoying it because there seems to be a lot more end game uh, and stuff to actually do. So we'll see um, where it takes where it takes me at least. There's nothing better than logging into a game that you haven't played in a long time. And it's having a bunch of free stuff. A That's bunch. And then like free level 80s and like upgrades and... And just, I mean, it's a social game, so I, as long as I have people to play with, I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, like Andrew said, uh, since I have been gone, I have went and come back from BlizzCon. That's the reason we didn't have a show last week. And uh, I guess I'll just go ahead and start talking about it. Well, let's preface it with what I've been playing a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Some Red Dead, of course. Uh, as of right before the show, I'm about 45% done with everything. Um so not quite there. Still a long way to go. But, uh, that's still a lot of lot of gameplay, though. Yeah, it is a lot of gameplay. But that's still a lot to get to that forty five in the first place. Yeah, and uh, I still think it's game of the year. It's a mm. it's, it's solid. There's always some things that I've come across that just impress me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked enough about it. So let's talk about BlizzCon. Um, yeah. So if you don't know what BlizzCon is, it's the convention Blizzard has every year, uh, kind of just to celebrate, to release news and. Um, every, with everything Blizzard, all their games like Diablo, Starcraft, World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. Destiny was kind of part of it this year. Um, Overwatch, you know, here's the storm, 
over yeah uh, hearthstone all those games um so we had we had a couple things come out this year um, mm-hmm. i remember when you were heading out there you were really excited about a diablo game and and you got your diablo we, got release? A, we have a new you diablo got game i'll talk about uh before i'm sure everybody's heard about that um <laughs> so when we get into that mess i just want to say that uh it was incredible it's amazing if you ever get the chance to go you need to go mm-hmm. uh i heard a lot of people who's been before say that was their least favorite blizzcon it was a mess uh, as my very first BlizzCon, I thought it was amazing and it was awesome. And that's where you need to go. That's where you need to stay, like, right there. Yeah, uh, nothing bothered me. Apparently, there's a lot more people than there normally is, so the lines were extra long for everything. But to me, it didn't matter to me. I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I posted some pictures into the Discord of some some lines and things like yeah, that. Yeah, thanks for sharing those. It was really nice. I was yeah, following I took, along. I took, took so many pictures. But uh, yeah, let's go. Let's dive into it. So. If we want to go ahead and start off with the bad and kind of go from there, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, the big thing that everybody wanted for this year was Diablo. So before everybody headed out, everybody was saying, we're getting a Diablo game this year. We're all excited because we mm-hmm. haven't had anything Diablo in a while. We get there, and if you don't know by now, we're having a Diablo Immortal, which is a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sad trombone. Um, so... It was kind of really awkward. It's funny being in the crowd because I was at the stage where they announced it. Yeah, where were and, you? I was going to yeah, ask. Were you I was like at in the... I was at the main stage, the mythic stage. Okay. And uh, wow. yeah, they're like, yeah, this Diablo Immortal. And I think they showed the cinematic and everything. And everybody's like, yeah. okay, yeah. And then they're like, coming to mobile. iOS. And <laughs> yeah. they they, they kind of offhandedly said mobile. And everybody in the crowd was kind of like looking at each other, like, did he just say mobile? And then they said it again. <laughs> they're like, oh my god, he he said mobile. Yeah, he said mobile. <laughs> but was it was the was the was the was the actual announcement of it mobile really that that didn't hit everyone, but oh, it was no, the actual was... reaction of like a, the Q and a that really hit everybody. Yeah. yeah it was well, hard. Like the announcement, everybody was like, is he just like, no one really believed that it was a mobile game. It and said then, mobile on that trailer, but yeah. not till the end. And everyone's yeah. looking at it going, <laughs> like, I watched that trailer going, okay, this looks like Diablo three looks yeah. like Diablo three. Okay. It's yeah. Diablo three. And then they're like mobile. It's like, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, so <laughs> I've played it a little bit, and I'll talk about it before that. But uh-huh. yeah, they had the Q&A panel. Uh, they actually had a guy come up and ask if it was an April Fool's joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, That was really funny, because you have to give a, the screener a question to read, and he gave mm-hmm. the screener a totally different question. That wasn't what he was going to ask. Ooh. And so after he asked it, they promptly removed him for that section of the convention, and uh, he was no longer allowed to go ask any other questions, because uh, he was actually on Reddit, and he said he was actually going to go talk uh, some StarCraft guys, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. allow them in there because of the whole Diablo gotcha. thing. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I played it uh, for some prefects. It takes place between uh, Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. Uh, it's on iOS. It's going to be on Android. Um, it looks exactly like Diablo. Like, if they said, let's put Diablo 3 on your phone. They took all the same art assets, all the same game mechanics, stuffed mm-hmm. it into your phone, you know, compressed it, made it look as good as it could on mobile. And it plays pretty decent for a mobile game, but it's not Diablo 4. People, ex- you know, it's not what people wanted yeah, or exactly, expected. Exactly. Uh, yeah. They had a ton of demo stations set up. But Brandon, don't you have Nobody a phone? It. Don't you have a phone? <laughs> that was also one of the famous Q&A lines, yes. Yep. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, after all this, you know, has come out and being said, they have said they are, without coming out outriding saying they're working on Diablo 4 or another Diablo thing, they've said we're working on multiple Diablo projects many, mm-hmm. many times over the course of the weekend. So, um, I don't think they want to confirm it yet because they, you know, they don't want things to fall through the cracks and not happen after it's been said. But I do think they're working on something. It just wasn't ready for this year. And they don't want to, like, BlizzCon, they always, whatever they announce at BlizzCon, they have ready to play there on the floor. Right. And I'm right. guessing Diablo mm-hmm. 4 is not ready to play. So that's yeah, why we didn't see it. That's one of those releases, like, you got to get it right. Right. That's you know? a big, and it's big not like. It's not like this is the longest it's been between releases either. No, I mean, no. it was no. what twelve years between Diablo two and Diablo three. Yeah, it's so. it was like eight years after the announcement of three before it actually came out. Right. It's yeah, exactly. Long. And even that but, took a few years before it was finally right. So yep, yeah, because right. even at launch it wasn't even what you know what it is now. Yeah, and I think one thing just to be fair, they did say that these were brand new art assets that these were not uh, just re- reused from the existing game that this mm-hmm. was uh, built ground up. So even though it might look exactly the same as Diablo three graphics, <laughs> they're not the same graphics from Diablo three. Yeah. We also had the whole thing come out where there's this Chinese mobile game out in China that mm-hmm. looks exactly like it. Yeah. Give them that's some the credit. co-producers. <laughs> yeah. Give them some credit. It's, there's not a lot of room to work with with a phone screen and, you know, the hands are going to go where the hands going to go. So the UI is kind of going to stay the same, mm-hmm. but it, they're very, very similar to a point where it is kind of suspicious. Mm. But I mean, the only thing I have to say really about it is, is I hope they don't bring other IPs. I mean, to the mobile. I'm glad you said like, that. The like, president fo- came, has come out and said that we're working on mobile games for all our IPs. no, Please. No, yes. it's going to happen. So why wouldn't it? That's yeah. the majority of the gamers <laughs> in the world play on mobile. PC gaming and console gaming is a much smaller subset, and it's the least profitable, too. Yeah. But I, th- like, I think they just want to make clear that this isn't, like, I guess the main focus. It's just they are, they're doing this as well. Like this plus this. Hopefully, I mean, it could. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. We might not ever see Diablo four, and we could just have Diablo Immortal forever on the phone. No, nah, Blizzard's big enough. They're going to put out a bunch of these releases. There's mm-hmm. this isn't the same as it used to be, where there was like one release of a game every couple of years. They, if you just look at the past like five years, they've got like four or five releases mm-hmm. of games. So it's not like it's a. They're uh, a much larger company now. Yeah, much larger <laughs> company. The volume they put out is much higher. So. Mm. Um, I would suspect you would see pretty much all everything you're looking for. It's just it'll come out in their time, which is what they time. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe just don't. They have good mobile games. Hearthstone, I played a ton, but mm-hmm. maybe don't don't have any Q and A and any <laughs> PR the way that you did with Diablo. Well, Diablo. they did before BlizzCon camp, and they actually had a statement come out and said kind of like calm your mm-hmm. expectations, like you don't be too excitable. And of course, even people, that sounds like the wrong thing to say, though. Yeah, even it on is. stage, they didn't hear. Like, I still think they should not have made Diablo because, like, uh, the way everything played out, Diablo Immortal was the big announcement. Right, that's the big one. Oh, was yeah. that their like? That was the announcement. That was like their yeah, the cap, and that's Ooh. why people were kind of yeah. I think maybe they should have done Warcraft Three as the cap, and maybe Diablo as the understone. Warcraft Three is just a remake, though, so that's. Yeah, not... I mean, I would Although rather like... have more focus on that. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's start talking about that then. Yeah, I we'll think jump you, you right know, into it. 
So yeah. we have Warcraft Three Reforged, which is mm-hmm. a uh, I like to, I, they say it's a remaster, but it's really like a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not just like like a shiny coat of paint over the existing. A lot of it's been reworked. Um, the graphics are and like it's not just the let's you know increase some poly counts here and there. It's like brand new models for everything. Yeah, brand across new across the board. Very high polygon count models. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, better, much better animation. Very fluid oh, yes. animation. You oh, know, yes. before it was kind of they would just swing their arms back and forth right. and be just like hacking <laughs> motion, and that would be fighting. But now they're actually in combat and doing yep. moves and maneuvers and everything. So yeah, it looks um, incredible. Yeah, it looks looks really really nice. The game looks great. So if you're an RTS fan or no, or just a Warcraft three fan, you're you're gonna love this. I played it on the floor. We got to do the calling a strat home, which is you know probably oh, the yeah. most iconic yeah. mission in the than the game. It's incredibly fun, really cool to see all this kind of be updated to twenty eighteen standards. Um, mm-hmm. And lo- that's really cool. They actually changed the the game a little bit to where how they have it staged in the the world of Warcraft is how they re back and restage the actual strat home and how it looks and how you enter the city. To match the lore of uh, uh, the World of Warcraft, so they actually, cool. can, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, actually went back and said they're going to change some stuff in the story to kind of because they've had retcons over the couple of years to kind of make more sense and for an MMO, their MMO game, so they're going to go back and fix all that stuff. So that's cool to see. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing, which is going to have tons of possibilities, is that they're having they're going to have a map creator in the game with the actual dev tools they use to make the game. So like you'll be able to, you know, make you know your own entirely own scenarios and maybe even make Warcraft four within Warcraft three reforged. That's sort of like in Warcraft three back when they they had tons of mods out there from mm-hmm. what I remember, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how it gave kind of gave birth to uh, MOBA, the MOBA right? series, yeah, exactly. Dota yep. turns into Dota, yeah, it's great. So more stuff from Warcraft three. I played that game to the ground, Too yeah, much. and you guys, two, <laughs> both of you, both of you pre-ordered it, right? Yeah, I already yeah. got it pre-ordered. Nice. Yeah, the release date is <laughs> December thirty first of twenty nineteen. Yeah, they haven't nailed down a, that. <laughs> they haven't quite nailed down a date for it yet. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine it's gonna be that long, but um, right. it, it looked pretty complete. I don't know what else is left, but it, yeah, that one thing would played really well. Yeah, I would. I would like to see more content as well, mm-hmm. like an additional campaign or maybe just something to go along with it. So, uh, oh, so we'll see what else player. we get with it. Well, that's the good thing I think with the map creators that maybe maybe we'll see people recreate like raids and instances mm-hmm. from the World of Warcraft in you know in a Warcraft three type scenario. And see, yeah, so you can see like a Nixia raid or a, yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool, cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be done. A lot of cool stuff can be done, and I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, that was cool to play. I had a lot of fun doing it. I got a free poster for playing. That was nice. They actually gave two different posters out for each different day if you played it twice. I've only played it once. But moving on to the big daddy of Warcraft, which is the World of Warcraft. They talked about all the different patches that are coming out, their half patches. Uh, 8.1.5, we have our allied races with the Kul'Taran humans, the Zandalar trolls. They're remastering the vanilla Battlegrounds, Warsong and Arathi. We're kind of putting a fresh coat of paint on them and kind of making sure they're, you know, balanced all the way around. Uh, Warlords of Draenor Time Walking's coming. Uh, 8.2, they're putting Flying. We're going to Najatar. If you're a big Warcraft person, you know that's kind of like the Naga capital homeworld. We're going there. We'll finally raid, have the Ashara raid. And they're actually putting in a place called Mechagon, which is like a 
underground hidden gnome uh civilization that wasn't like hasn't been discovered until recently and everybody's kind of like half mech half gnome type thing going on oh that's cool just yeah. say it's kind of like gnome or gun yeah sort of like that it reminds me a lot of like the dwarf uh civilization from elder scrolls mm, oh yeah do i yeah. there but yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah where they had all the um mechanical mm-hmm. like guardians and everything yeah the dreamer is what they were the dreamer yeah so they have that kind of thing. They're in a, they're bringing back another mega dungeon, which is like a an eight an eight boss mega dungeon, which takes a, a good amount of time. It's like a it's like a raid version of a dungeon, like Karazhan. Mm-hmm. Like Karazhan, the re, yeah. the remake of Karazhan. Yep. Cool. Nice. So that's I like cool. Karazhan. Yep. Uh, they got more heritage armor for gnomes and torns coming in that patch. Uh, an eight point two point five the big takeaway from that one is they're bringing upgraded the updated goblin and worgen models because those are currently the oldest models in the game right now which those those came out in like the third expansion so it's not like That's they're super crazy old to think about <laughs> it's really crazy to think about so are they going to be updating all of the um npcs as well or just the like yes. The player models yes okay. yes yes yeah it's like they're you're reading. talking about probably vanilla oh yeah some the... of the vanilla goblins and stuff yep yeah, but like I mean, they they kind of but see the vanilla goblins didn't look like the goblins we got in Kata, so they got to get mm. updated there, and now they're getting okay. updated again. So gotcha. Booty Bay, completely different. Yeah, for the second time. Yeah, sorry. And then they teased eight point three with a little fish. They didn't say anything about it. Um, they also was had it, a huh? I was gonna say, what was that like Vashir or whatever the underwater uh, uh, land from a uh, cataclysm? Yeah, so Najatar is supposed to be under was quote unquote underwater, but all the water's drained away from it because mm-hmm. they probably went back and said, "You guys remember when we did an underwater zone? Nobody mm-hmm. liked that. Let's not do no. that again." Wasn't <laughs> great. So yeah, it's a it's the Naga cap. It's supposed to be underwater, but for some reason, all the water's like is kind of like drained off of it, and you have to go through all that because I'm sure people are like, "Yeah, water sucks. Let's not do that again." Mm-hmm. But apparently, there is actually in the raid will be an underwater boss. We have to fight a boss underwater. So I'm not sure how that's going to work. It kind of sounds like a pain, but we'll see. We'll see. We had a new Overwatch hero, Ash, the cool cinematic for it. Yeah, they have new Overwatch heroes every year at these things. They have yeah. a new she Heroes of the Storm. Cool. Yeah. New Heroes of the Storm hero. She's like exclusively from the Nexus. She's not from any other of the other, um, the other games. She's created just for Heroes of the Storm. Possible new IP there. I don't know. <laughs> Eh, I, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I don't know. No. Uh, Hearthstone's getting a troll expansion. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. Hearthstone's expansions used to be big. Now they're just like rolling out all the time. So it's cool yeah. though. I, I haven't really played it. I didn't go play it. Heart, the Hearthstone section was probably the least exciting part about BlizzCon. Unless you're a really dedicated Hearthstone player, then you probably loved it. Because it, it was kind of because not a lot of people interact with Hearthstone. It's a very like, um, I guess intimate area like the devs are down like the hearthstone devs are down there and there's not a lot of people down there so if you wanted to spend a lot of one-on-one time you can because hmm. there's not a lot of stuff going on down there well yeah so I guess, cool. let's be honest though because wow is the biggest probably show up for all of blizzcon because it's a very uh, social game right um i would probably no? say that's probably overwatch now it's overwatch now wow. I, the, 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 the arena was packed with gotcha. people from all kinds of countries in there it was that That's was another cool, cool thing. Yeah. That's cool. That was really cool. 
Yeah, I think Overwatch is probably their biggest one now, which is really weird for me, you know, not being a big Overwatch player, but it's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, WoW and Overwatch are probably the two biggest. Now. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. they announced, they're, you know, they had the guy, uh, the Destiny dev come on there and say they're giving Destiny 2 out for free right now for a while. Base, so cool. base game, yeah. Base, yeah, game, base yeah. game, So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. That's kind of cool. You know, we haven't really had any of Blizzard and Activision interaction before at BlizzCon until this year. So maybe maybe we'll have some more of that going forward. Well, before this year, there wasn't really a reason for them to be there. That's true. So they made it onto the Battle.net launcher. I mean, Destiny was on it last year. They just didn't bring it up. But this right. year, you know, they have Destiny and they have Call of Duty, which they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they said it you know offhandedly. So that's kind of cool to see. And then one of the biggest things that I was excited to see there, uh, some classic WoW stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so talk about and, that. Is it does it look like vanilla WoW or is it yep. vanilla WoW with like a new coat of paint? Uh, so to set that stage for that question, it is. Um, I think there's there's two different settings in the game. Um, you can have like upgraded like details. The, all the mm-hmm. character models, the old character models, all the all the buildings and stuff are all the same. But you can have upgraded world details, make everything look nice and crisp, or you can mm. click a button and make it completely like the old game, <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> no. <laughs> so there's that option. I watched uh, it on streaming. It it's they they were only running around Westfall. <laughs> yeah. So the, they had the demo. They had the demo stations there, and then if you bought virtual tickets, you could play the demo from home as well. Up until yesterday right. or today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can only go into Westfall and Barrens. Yep. You started out 15, you can only go to 19, and you just kind of tested a, an area out. Yep, that's people's two favorite places to be in WoW is probably one of the, the most Barons recognizable. <laughs> recognizable, uh, but I wonder if Barrens chat was like it was. It had to be. I'm sure, I'm sure. Tons of Chuck back, jokes. Man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff. Uh, they said it's coming out summer 2019, so it's not that far off probably looking at august because whenever blizzard says summer they mean august uh they said that the subscription fee is included in retail so if you pay already pay for a wow subscription you don't have to worry about classic you get it included um so people are running if it'll have like phasing and sharding technology what we have today in wow where it separates people based on how many people are in a zone at a time uh they said it will be in at launch to handle like the influx of players and what they consider tourists that will kind of come in for just a little bit, see what it's like, and then leave. But once once the people there who are not going to stay are gone, they're going to get rid of sharding oh. and phasing. That way it's all there and not crashing all the time because of so many people. That's <laughs> awesome. That's great to hear, honestly. Yeah. And so, so not even not even the cross server, like PvP and everything. It has to like, be there is the no server. cross server. No cross yeah. server. That's classic right there. <laughs> That is yeah. the classic stuff. So the devs, I went to I went to the panel where they, you know, they talked about WoW, classic WoW, and they had the devs there, and they're very passionate about it. They want this to be the classic WoW experience. Um, they want to make sure they recreate every aspect of the game like it was there before, including the bad parts. They said they'll include all the bad parts about it too. <laughs> Corpse runs. <laughs> Except the one thing they did say they were going to make it is they didn't have loot trading back in the day but they're putting loot trading in now because it was kind of already there. All you had to do was submit a GM ticket back in the day and the GM would take care of it. But since they already have this trading system now, what's the point of having that middleman step? So if you wanted to trade, just go ahead and trade. That, that way it cuts down on, cuts down on customer support. You mean between players? Yeah. So like if you accidentally loot something 
right. back in the day, you couldn't give it to the person that actually oh, right. was supposed it to give it. would be vinyl pickup. Yeah. So you'd have to put a ticket in like, hey, I didn't mean to pick this up. This needs to go to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And then you have to wait for them to actually do it. Yep, I they remember said, that. They're just going to put loot trading in. That way, if you get it, you can just give it to them. Because there's no, you know, it's the same thing. If you put a ticket in, it's essentially the same thing as loot trading. Sure. That way it cuts back on customer support. You don't, you don't have to put, you go through all yeah, that. Yeah, that was before the whole need and greed system that they end up yeah. having or even rolling. What would happen is there would be a boss that would just fall. And whoever got to there first and picked up their item is who got the item. I hope and not. A lot of people would, yeah. Back in <laughs> I the hope day, that, that was the case. They'll, they'll, have, <laughs> yeah. they'll have the need and greed stuff in there. Um, but, you know, for the master looting and stuff, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, they want, you know, they want to have an open line of communication with the players. So as this, you know, project develops and keeps going, they want to make sure that if something, if the community doesn't like something, they want them to, you know, let them know so they can fix it and put it in line to where they think it should be. So they, they are, they are very much making this for the players. I like, I like to hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. They said that, uh, the end game content, you know, they could just, release it all at once because it's going to be on the very last patch of vanilla before the burning crusade came out right but in terms of raids and uh battlegrounds and stuff they're actually going to phase it out in phases like it was when it actually came out so you'll have phase one will come out with these raids and this battleground and second one the third and fourth and so on and then they said that if it's you know if people want it if they people want this and you know it goes on good enough and make you successful enough they're you know they're open to the possibility of maybe even going into the burning crusade and having yep. like a recreation of all the expansions you get hmm. to see the old if character. that's what people if that's what people want yeah i just want to make sure that this is for the people and they want to do what the people want that's so. awesome news all of it can't wait for yeah. those uh 10 hour long wait <laughs> wait for pvp yeah. matches so I, I played the demo and... <laughs> and i played the demo for like an hour and you know, i didn't like you know get but maybe like one level and it's like oh, oh. <laughs> did you see did you see you were leveling up your weapon as well yes you, you get your weapon there skills you have your defensive <laughs> skill goes up as you get attacked yep oh man there's it's all the good stuff that you love about classic wow yep all the good stuff uh yeah, they very actually talked game. about yeah they actually talked about the making of it uh which is really cool they uh they you know as they made wow into what it is now they didn't they just wrote on top of what they have this on top on top on top and they didn't have anything and so they actually talked about how they had to go for like find a backup and in that backup find another backup and then within that backup they actually found the backup of the, the classic version they were looking for and um you know they try to put it with the old system and it wouldn't work because it doesn't work with their modern login servers and things like that it, so you couldn't log in and play it wasn't it was unplayable and they try to layer it in on their modern system and like the game wanted to process some of the old stuff as new stuff, so the, all the some of the models and like if mountains had moved, the mountain would still be there, but the texture would be off over here where it used to be. So it was all kind of messed up. And they basically they're having to like go back and rewrite their old code, and like that includes like having to go back and do bad code as well, hmm. and fix like exploits and that kind of thing. So it was, it was cool to hear about all of that. So yeah, that was BlizzCon in a BlizzCon in a nutshell in terms of announcements and stuff. Cool. Sounds so, like uh, exciting news, and sounds like it was a good trip for you. Yeah, really fun. So much stuff to do. Uh, if, like I said, if you ever get the chance to go, go. I'll be there. I'll, I'm planning on going every time from now on. I don't want to wow. miss one anymore. So oh, okay. had a great experience. 
great experience. All right, now on to other non-Blizzard stuff. Kind of, because it looks like Andrew's got a lot of Destiny stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just some one last... Stuff. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. One last little tidbit before we dive into that, and that'll kind of be it for gaming stuff. Um, Titan, uh, Bioware came out and said that Titanfall 3... Not Bioware. Yay. Maybe it's about... I can't remember who does this anymore. Infinity Ward. Um, Infinity Ward, yeah. Was, but Titanfall 3 and even possibly Jedi Fallen Order could both be released as late as uh, late 2019. So be just a year from now we have those nice. games actually it's respawn not infinity ward respawn for Titanfall three Bioware. and for nope man no it's both Ward. respawn that's right yeah 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 you're right you're right so, yeah, so if, if interesting news. Three, yeah yeah hopefully Titanfall three doesn't follow the same uh bad luckily release bad, luckily <laughs> battlefield comes out this week so i ain't got to worry about battlefield exactly <laughs> yeah, just don't make that mistake again and then yeah. i'll I will say it forever. Titanfall 2 was a great game. It was it a was. really good single-player game. The multiplayer was underrated. And it, it, they were giving away the, for free. And it was yep. such a good game. They actually, they you know, they put it out at the wrong time, I think. Mm-hmm. It was stuffed in between, like, Call of Duty and Battlefront and Battlefield. And all those FPSs oh. came out around the same time. PUBG. And PUBG, kind of, too. Yeah, it was kind of, like, the big thing at the time. But... Yeah, looking back on it, I don't know what they really could have done differently other than, than just delay it some more, but Titanfall 2 on its own was, man, that was a fun game, and that single-player mode was yep, pretty yep. special. I think Titanfall 3 can be the same. I think next year's probably great, because I don't know of any big FPSs coming out next year, so good for them. Oh, the eventual delay of Anthem. Oh, that's God, that's not that. happening. <laughs> no, I don't think that's happening. It's coming out in less than three months. So. It's coming mm-hmm. out. Is it? In February, supposedly. Yeah, exactly. I don't say supposedly. It's <laughs> no, it's coming out. Coming out no, and no, it has to because they've already released the the, the premiere service. They already, they already released all of those dates. I mean, that's like saying, okay, we're just stuff at EA. Like, no, we're going to take longer. Like, no one, I don't think it does that. I don't think it does it's that. It's Bioware. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll make a bet on it. You buy me Anthem. <laughs> and i'll buy you anthem <laughs> right how about i buy you a copy of destiny 2 oh. <laughs> sure that's pretty cheap i hear yeah sure and what, what about destiny 2 here what about destiny 2 you got some what about positive news. Yeah. so some there's some interesting news uh this week um there was Good a news? call for yeah great news um activision was uh talking about their their sales number right before their stock price plummeted and they were talking about their different um different properties and one thing they mentioned was the underperformance of destiny 2 forsaken uh that it didn't live up to their their expectations they just didn't get Mm -hmm. enough people back based upon what they thought they were going to get but don't worry um they said that they will uh put renewed focus on a faster content model so more more uh, gameplay to come out and exciting new forms of monetization in the game. So, you know, if you liked Eververse, um, there'll probably be a lot more of Eververse coming up. Wait, hang on. Did you say if you liked Eververse, let me. Yeah. Nope. Cricket. Nothing. Cricket. I'm, I'm nothing looking for people raising their hands going, give us more Eververse. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. I'm not excited about Nobody. that last part. I'm not. But the faster content model, everyone's really excited about that. The, the gameplay sure. loop is still really solid. I just keep coming back to it whenever I just want to blow aliens up, you know? Yeah. It sounds it's like fun. they finally fixed the game, but 
they probably took a pretty significant investment to fix this game. Yeah. And they probably haven't seen the return on it yet. So and I mean, the push is going to be, hey, this thing has to make money too. It can't just be the had, game everyone yeah. wants. We've had that deja vu feeling where this is, it was Destiny 1 all over again at mm-hmm. launch. And, you know, people may have not wanted to like, you know, I don't, I don't want to go through this again, so I'm just not going to play it at all. That's that's kind of how I went through it. Yeah. Well, we've wow. seen and w- w- on a first-hand basis, we as a community, as Pixel Plug community and Wrath Incarnate, we have seen, uh, in this case, 1,000 players or like 500 players come in from for this new, um, for the new free version, right? Just try it out. And they've already said they're going to purchase Forsaken and the expansions to get there. Because... It's it's really addictive. If you have never played something like this, you know, you the gameplay loop and then of course the more content, you just want more of it. So and we've been seeing that so much so that we went from I think last time I said, Oh, we're almost to sixteen thousand. We're well on our way to seventeen thousand members now. Nice. So it's just yeah, a huge. very positive thing. Um and even more what? players coming in means more mm-hmm. more game people being interested in on other games that we have too. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I think barrier to entry is definitely a problem with a lot of games. Uh, Hearthstone is one of those where, you know, I haven't been back in years because I stopped collecting and stopped buying cards. And now I feel like I wouldn't be able to really keep up anymore because I don't have any modern cards to play with. <clears throat> that said, Destiny is the same way. Um, you know, mm-hmm. by them giving away for free, I think that's a good first step. But why wouldn't you give it away for free at this point? The, you know, the expansion, you're going to get some revenue off of that if people really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, you're competing against games like Warframe and Fortnite where people don't pay to get in and all the content is there. And that's really the model destiny should be going after is, you know, getting the customizations, getting the, you know, paid expansions, um, you know, forget the base game. Actually, I think I heard even, uh, so Warframe just from PC Fortuna came out Mm -hmm. and that has, I think it's peaked the steam, the steam charts ever like for top players on uh on on online so that's saying something too they're very focused on what their player base wants and what comes out is what they've been asking for you really Mm. don't get hey there's this new surprise that we're putting out and oh by the way no one liked (laughs) yeah we'll see what it takes us yeah i just hope we get some uh some sales on that expansion during this holiday season here oh they were i think i think they already yeah. did right isn't it like 20 percent off right now i don't think so i don't think forsaken has gone I down I at all forsaken and gone down maybe it was just the uh osiris expansions and the possibly the oh other yes because you need all of those the unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the deal, i do know the dlcs went on sale but yeah. i already have those because i got suckered into buying those <laughs> yep yep what's some Fool other news once. what's some other news Fool me yeah. once uh, Microsoft has some exciting updates that yeah they um, had they, they had their like a big Xbox conference didn't they Yep XO18 and uh, just a couple of key things I picked out and I'm not going to go over everything because you know BlizzCon was definitely the bigger event but some exciting things they're going to have mouse and keyboard support for Fortnite and Warframe uh, native um, although I don't know that it's going to be like your keyboard and mouse I think it's going to be peripherals that you buy for it. Um, But they are made by Razer. So they look really nice. And the keyboard had a built-in mouse pad that you put the mouse on. So that's usually one of the big problems with playing a game on, uh, or using a mouse and keyboard in a living room is that you really don't have anywhere to like use your mouse. Mm -hmm. 
So it looks like they've got that somewhat satisfied there. Now, I don't know that for sure. Um, that's just based upon what I was initially reading. I'm still looking for more details on that. I'd like to be able to plug in my regular keyboard and be able to play, but it looks like you might have to get the Razor the actual, Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Xbox keyboard. So we'll see. Um, but also in more exciting news, at least for me, is that uh, two of my favorite developers, in Exile and Obsidian, uh, creators of, God, all sorts of amazing games, uh, Fallout New Vegas, um, yeah. Pillars, um, yeah. Yep, uh, the South Park games. Uh, they've yeah. acquired them. Uh, they just the first, just the first South Park. A Bard's just... Tale, Wasteland Two, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh wow. Yep. So they uh, they bought them cash money, and now they are uh, flush with money right now, and able to put out some amazing content. So uh, Obsidian is right now the Pillars of Eternity game I'm playing through, but there's there's so much from both of these groups that I'm uh, really looking forward to. Microsoft tends to support the studios they acquire um it's not like some of the other ones like uh, i'll just drop ea as one or they'll acquire <laughs> yeah. a studio and just you know it. milk it um pop you know rip pop cap games um, usually microsoft <laughs> is pretty pretty supportive of these so i like to see what obsidian and exile can do with uh yeah. with money <laughs> truthfully yeah so and yeah, i hope microsoft support. doesn't interfere too much because uh, they are known to do that too. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just to throw back, uh, <laughs> Forsaken is ten dollars off right now. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was. That's a stunning discount. <laughs> stunning. Ten dollars <laughs> off. So it's still thirty bucks. Uh, okay. Well, what about the annual pass? Is that still? I mean, that's like that was on sale too, right? It's like a per- also percentage of on sale. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so it's like twenty percent off between the two. My wallet's always open for Destiny. It's twelve. Stuff. It's twelve dollars off if you get the annual annual pass. Ed, for a second, oh. twelve bucks off. Okay, uh, eighteen bucks. Excuse me, I can't math. Eighteen dollars. There you go. So, yeah. So, so I, I got a feeling it's it's gonna go down. Get yeah. it? I think it'll be half off for Black Friday. Have they even said when this first DLC is supposed to come out after Forsaken? Nope. <laughs> That's reassuring. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yep. Hopefully I mean, it like, no it money. still doesn't matter. Like for me, I'm gonna play whatever it is. It's still a great game, but uh, I mean, you have to at this point. I have to. You know <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, my money's worth. You're too far in. There's no getting out. <laughs> That's a so lot tell of me about this Obra Dent game. Yeah. So I talked a little bit about this last week. Um, I had seen the review. Didn't really realize it was out, but um, I had heard enough about it to know that it was gonna be something special. So. Uh, it's created by the guy who made um, Papers, Please, which is a um, it's a really odd. About. Yeah, the one that you guys definitely didn't <laughs> hadn't heard of before. But essentially, you're like a passport checker at this like Eastern European country, and you're trying to prevent people from smuggling into the country. So they might like mm-hmm. bring guns or be there illegally. So there's all these things that you're checking just to just to see. So what the Return of the Overdin is is actually it's a 3D puzzle game that's completely black and white and it is what happens is as you go so there's the ship that comes back into port and everyone on it is dead there's no survivors or at least you can't really tell and you are given this mystical journal of all the uh of the manifest of everyone that was on there some pictures of the people that are on there but you don't know how they relate to each other just yet and you're you're tasked with finding out who the pictures are versus who's the person on the manifest 
how they died or if they died. So some people end up do surviving and you got to figure out where they went and what they did. So it turns out that this ship is just um, very unlucky and gets attacked by all sorts of supernatural creatures as well as pirates and just uh, even fighting uh, just internally on the ship itself. So uh, there's kind of a, a mutiny that goes on. And as you go through and unlock the puzzles, you unlock more and more of the story and start piecing together what actually happened on this ship. So it's an absolutely amazing game. And what they do is they open up these little vignettes and you go through and you see, okay, hey, this guy died here. You don't know who it is. You got to try to figure it out by eliminating who it couldn't be or maybe look for clues about who it is. Maybe someone says a name. Um, When they do the reenactment, you can kind of get a little bit of information. The interesting part, though, is that when you start, when you stop focusing on the person that definitely died there, you start looking around at everyone else that's there you get clues about maybe how they're going to pass. So you see things like, oh, this guy's got tattoos. And later on, I saw like this guy's arm getting ripped off and it had tattoos on it. So I knew like that was the guy because he had the tattoos that were, you know, from there. So a really interesting game. You got to take a lot of notes. Uh, There's a lot of revisiting and backtracking. But if you're into puzzle games, this is a this is a tough one. Um, I got to the point where I just needed to get done with this. So I, I went on the old Wikipedia <laughs> and looked up a few things, but, nice. um, but I was, uh, probably about 75% of the way done with figuring everything out before I finally said, okay, let me just see. The I couldn't story. figure out this one guy. And I was like, once I got him, like everything else kind of fell in the, in the place, but it was, it was a fun, uh, fun time and, uh, really a gorgeous game considering it's totally black and white. I was really surprised at just how good it is. The music so, as well, right? The music is yeah. astounding. Yeah, that is uh, like sea shanties and yeah, yeah. Um, actually, really, really nice, uh, like really nice score. So I'm gonna give it a uh, eight out of ten overall. It's not nice. for everyone because it's a super tough game. Uh, you got to really be into that, but uh, it's a fun one, and I would uh, I'd recommend for anyone that's looking for a real challenge. So um, yeah, check it out. And it wasn't terribly expensive either. I think it was under twenty dollars. Nice. What was this on? What system? PC. PC. Okay. Steam. Yep. I think it could be. Certainly could be. Do we want to just nice. tag on some just some really good games that came out recently? And sure. Like, what are we what are we like been looking over because we have Red Dead out to play? Spyro trilogy. Okay. Reignited. Okay. Eighty five basically across the board for all platforms. Uh, you know, the big one that came out, Battlefield 5, uh, 88. That's really high. That's yeah. pretty high. And then Hitman yeah. 2 came out as well, which is an 82. Mm-hmm. So all all great games. Mm-hmm. I've seen a really odd thing about Hitman 2. He was walking down a hallway, and he threw his briefcase, <laughs> and like heat-seeking missile at the sky. That. The guy yep. walked around the corner, and the briefcase <laughs> turned and went down the corner with him. I was like, what? I saw that one. That was good. I like that one. I, I really that. hope that like that's something to do with like the briefcase being like a heat seeking briefcase and not just the mechanics of the game being screwy when you throw briefcase at people. I I'll, I'll, so. I'll be honest, has anyone played Hitman? Any of the Hitman series? I didn't, I didn't play the first one, but I heard like I watched Soda, I watched Soda Pop and play it. Okay, cuz I heard like good things about it. Yeah. I I've, I've never dove into those games. I it's a, like a some I played of the a... old ones. The really back in the day, okay, I played okay. the old ones. Yeah. But hmm. like they had the Hitman that came out last year it was like a reinventing of the game. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of yeah. episodical. 
as and that's out. how this one will be too so there's yeah. gonna right now i think there's just one one mission it's kind of like a uh tropical jungle type of deal i was watching soda pop him play it and um he was going and stealing cans of, of food from the convenience store and then he'd throw them and they would like just with laser precision, like hit people in the face and knock them out. <laughs> so he was able to take out these armed guards by throwing food at them. And then he went and uh, took their, took their guns. It was actually pretty, pretty amusing. So it's almost, it's almost a sandbox game as well. Is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. Yep. Uh, there's another game too, that it's been out for about a week now, but uh moonlighter um, is another one. Which, if you're not familiar Sounds with, familiar. it's a Switch game, and what you do is it's a uh, you're a shopkeeper, but you go into the uh, dungeons and you recover loot, and then you sell it again at your shop. So it's kind of a a uh, Binding of Isaac uh, Zelda type of uh, mm-hmm. gameplay. Okay. And um, there's also a bit of a you know selling mechanics too. So <laughs> there's some of that. Uh, but that one's also coming in at an 83, so it's also considered to be uh, uh, pretty great, too. Yep. So if you finish Red Dead and you're looking for something to play, mm-hmm. any of those would be probably good choices. Sure. If somehow you manage if, to yeah. finish Red Dead. I respect you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of gaming oh, news that we had. Yeah. That, that's been a lot of stuff. But you didn't guy, mention The we'll Quiet see. Man. I don't know what that is. It's the... Number one, so right here it shows up as uh, a release on the 16th, so it's coming out this week. Um, summary, The Quiet Man is an immersive story-driven cinematic action experience that seamlessly blends high-production, live-action, realistic CG, pulse-pounding action gameplay that can be completed in one sitting, put out by Square Enix. And it's currently sitting with a 31 overall, <laughs> with 16 <laughs> negative reviews My and God. one positive review. And positive reviews, like it's okay. Develop yeah. and published by Square Enix. It says, "Yeah, developed and published by oh Square Enix." Oh my goodness, Square Enix! Must what? be their junior department. <laughs> Dang. Uh, that's kind of uh, notable that they would have like such a bad, uh, bad yeah. review for that. Yeah, yeah. It's also early. That's only sixteen reviews, but there's a trend there. Yeah, this week we have a uh, we have Fallout comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Fallout seventy six. We have Pokemon at the end of the week, I believe, Friday. And yeah, so a pretty big week overall for some releases. Sure. So I know I'll maybe try out some Fallout. God, I can't play everything and play Red Dead at the same time. It's too much. <laughs> I'm going to skip Fallout. It's too much. I'm going to skip yeah. Fallout. I have yeah. it. I already got it ordered. So mm. I played the beta. It's it's Fallout 4 online minus NPCs. That's what the game is. So, if you like Fallout, you'll like this. Uh, killing you your friends. Fallout, you know? It's, yeah, I mean, if yeah, you like playing with friends, nu- like... Nuclear, nuclear player, other players. I don't players. know why you want to nuke your friends, but... Oh. Yeah, it's good stuff. Like, it's not bad. It's just, it's more of the same stuff, but with online. So, if you want, like, if you ever play Fallout and be like, I really want this to be online, you'll love this game. But if cool. you're playing through Fallout and we're like, I want something different, don't pick this up. Anyway, big out of the gaming stuff into the the movie TV streaming universe. We have uh, Disney came out, gave a name for their service and when it's coming out, it's called Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've sounds familiar, their other service is called ES- ESPN plus. Um, so that's coming out 2019. Uh, for some of the series, we actually have Tom Hiddleston confirming he'll be 
in the Loki the Loki series is coming out. Um, we have the Scarlet Witch series uh, will feature Vision, so Fish, Vision will be in the Scarlet Witch series, and there will be a limited run series for Winter Soldier and Falcon. Hmm. That is a buddy cop movie I didn't know I wanted. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah, the interactions in a Civil War was really good. So. Yeah. Those are good scenes. You're saying same actors. Yep. All these will have movie actors. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah. And to be to be fair, I mean, Tom Hiddleston's the biggest star of all of them, and he's probably not yeah. going to carry a movie on his own. Although he was in the rumor to be the next James Bond, so he'll have to pony up some cash if uh, he ends up getting that role. Yeah, that doesn't seem likely, but who knows? Uh, tell me about uh, what Lucasfilm is doing. Sure. So in addition to what we just talked about with, uh, you know, Disney plus there's uh Lucasfilm is, uh, making a second to go along with the, um, the first one that they announced the Mandalorian. Uh, the second one will mm-hmm. be the call. It'll be a, um, a pre like a, I guess a prequel to the prequel of, uh, rogue one, rogue one, um, <laughs> where it'll be focused on the rebel spy, Cassian Andor, who you might remember as being the, uh, the love interest and I guess main good guy in Rogue One. It's hard to remember some of those other than the forces with me guy. Um, <laughs> during the formative years of the rebellion and prior to the events of, of Rogue One, Star Wars stories. So cool. yeah, a little bit of universe building. Um, hopefully it'll be good. And I'll be honest with you. I don't really remember what this guy looks like. He's kind of got like a, like a mustache Normal. and like dark yeah. greasy hair. Like, yeah. Yep. So, so like we'll see. He looks like a guy in Star Wars. Yep. He looks like a guy. Oh, so it is going to actually be the guy who played him in the movie? Right? I think so. I don't know what else okay. he's doing. So That's true. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, back over to Netflix, uh, they're actually in the works uh, right now making uh, some Asian originals. So I don't know if they're like going to just be an Asian-specific only or if they're going to be everywhere and you know that kind of thing. But uh, with that being said, There'll be animated series or anime because you know you know the difference. Uh, Pacific Rim and uh, Altered Carbon. So that's good. I like I like the idea for both of those. Yep. But the Godzilla so, one, if you guys have watched that, I wasn't really too impressed with that. Did the second one come out for it? The second one, I think it came out. I didn't give it a shot. I haven't watched it. Yeah, we didn't watch. I haven't it. watched the. I haven't I, watched the second season of Castlevania yet. Yeah, either. it's good. But it's actually. I, I'm it's only got confirmed for a third season. Yeah, I just watched the first little bit of it. It's really good, though. The first season was great. I yeah. just haven't gotten into the second season yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, this goes more into the war, Dracula's War on Humanity. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it gets more into, like, the games. Like, his castle is there and uh, and some of his henchmen and everything. And you'll recognize some of the some of the people. So, yeah, really, really good. Um, really good series. Mm-hmm. So uh, a while back, we said that uh, everybody, it kind of came out that Andrew Lincoln was leaving the Walking Dead series, who was no longer going to be on it. Everybody kind of was wondering, like, what, what you know, what's going to happen next? What, you know, what's his next step? Uh, the news came out of it. He'll be starring in three Walking Dead movies that are coming uh, very soon. So Andrew Lincoln is not done with the Walking Dead. He'll just be in the three movies that are coming out very soon. Uh, that so. show's got to have a shelf life. I remember being really excited for it when it came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. we're talking eight years later. It's yeah. it's about time. Yeah. So, I mean, the show's still going. Uh, no plans that I know of to end the show. It's actually got the spinoff show, 
and now it's got three movies coming out. Mm. So, I, I mean, I'm interested to see what they maybe could do with the movie budget. Uh, I think it actually has some comic book, the comic book writers attached to it and everything. So, okay. Yeah, that would only be one. Robert Kirkman's the only writer for it. So, yeah. So. If he's if he's involved, which I thought he has always kind of been involved, but I think so. It'd be, yeah, it'd be good to see. I, I I would like them to do a little more of a a deep dive on some of the other fringe characters that didn't really get a lot of attention. Um, that would be I, good curious. to see. Like Coral, what they could do. Coral. Yeah, Coral. Yeah, no, uh, Coral got AMC, enough. <laughs> AMC's not done with making movies yet. A Breaking Bad movie is coming out, and it'll be a sequel to the TV series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, uh, no Walter White, Paul. No, Walter White, because, you know, if you don't know by now, Walter White's dead. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. He did not make it. But he did not make it. But the movie will be a sequel to that, and it'll have uh, the the guy. I don't really, I don't really watch Breaking Jesse Bad. Pinkman. So. Um, Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman, yeah. Aaron it'll Paul, be, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Aaron Paul, yep. It'll be yeah. Yeah, he was my least favorite part of the show. So the fact that it's starring him <laughs> means I probably will take a skip, you know, take a pass on this and... I mean, Need for Speed was good, right? Uh, you guys remember the Need for Speed movie? No, Better Call was Saul was really good. <laughs> yeah, I really like uh, the Better Call Saul series, so that that was so, a really well done spinoff. And I need a theme song for this next little bit. It's like some movies that may shock you coming soon. Uh, we're getting really groovy with the fourth Austin Powers movie coming. So that's kind of been confirmed. It's coming out. Get ready for that. Um, if you're not done with Mike Myers... The Shrek and Puss in Boots series are kind of getting revived. They they said reboot, but it's not like a reboot. It's like a continuation. So I like to say it's being revived. Mm-hmm. So those are going to keep going. Uh, we have Jay and Silent Bob. Their movie is being revived. And I believe the plot for it is going to be them trying to stop the stop Hollywood from making a reboot of Jay That's and Silent awesome. Bob. That is so. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh... Yeah. And, uh, Ian McGregor is going to play Black Mask in Birds of Prey. Oh. So, oh. How about yeah. Toy Story 4? Toy Story 4. I mean, we know that's coming out. The trailer for it. I haven't watched the trailer yet. The trailer dropped for it. Uh, the trailer also dropped for Detective Pikachu. And surprisingly looks really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really good. Looks surprisingly better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's it on the movie front for me. So, really, if, if Detective Pikachu goes does really well that would probably be the first video game movie success successful, successful video game movie yeah right wouldn't we think oh think so let me think let's think back think back Wait a minute no there's there's definitely been successful uh-huh which one? video game franchises no i meant like two two movie so starting as a game and then well <clears throat> Starting as a game, whether or not whether or not you want to consider it successful, uh, the Resident Evil series did have eight movies true. that were theatrical releases. This is true. I think the first one did well, didn't it? The first one did very well. wasn't very good, but it did pretty well. See, okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, um, <laughs> I, I mean, Resident I could Evil. certainly yeah. dig around and, and find something, but yeah, it's not a high bar. There's a lot of really yeah. bad movies. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, Prince of Persia. People, Tomb, Tomb Raider was bad. A hard time. Tomb, Tomb Raider was pretty bad. Rough. All yeah. three of them were pretty bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're. <laughs> but I'm trying to. Oh man, I know there's definitely <laughs> a. There's there's at least one. I would like to see a Mass Effect movie. If if I was talking I think about like well, it's done right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really think it could if uh, they really put time and 
the right kind of focus into it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. There may not be, this may have an opportunity to be like one of the best. Yeah. When you, when you talk about like a video game movie, like there's not a lot that go, yeah, that was, that was great. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Just Cause Uwe Boll really, <laughs> really took it down quite a bit. Um, I don't know, man, that doom movie was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> or the dungeon I, I would... siege. I'll be, uh, I'll be honest like the uh, i didn't like i didn't like resident evil but the i, I thought of just one warcraft movie i thought was good that's, that i like the, the warcraft movie just i me. do not like the warcraft movie um it was fine it was a cgi kind of cheese fest yeah. Yeah. um yep. i thought it looked really really quite good but i don't think anyone walked out of there going yeah that was the that was the story i wanted to hear no no but it was Better than I most. liked it though. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. You'd like if it was like part if you knew there was like four more of them coming and you get like the oh, whole yeah. story because it was just wasn't enough. This wasn't like a wasn't. full movie, you know? Yeah, it was not. All right, take the Pikachu. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. Yeah. So look, looking promising, and uh, it looks like there's nothing else to talk about. But I do want to end this on this note that uh, Stanley did pass away today mm. at 95 years old. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. Get my condolences. And uh, he he changed kind of the you know the whole kind of outlook on comics and how it kind of developed in the modern world. Um, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't have the big successful you know Marvel movies that we have now because we wouldn't have the great source material to come from. Mm-hmm. So he he really gave birth to the genre of movies that everything's kind of going towards now. So titan of the industry, it's really sad to see him gone. Yeah, it'll be interesting how people really look back and reflect on, you know, his contributions. He, uh, you know, he and Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, um, you know, a number of the great Marvel originals um, really put out some pretty, you know, household names as far as comics mm-hmm. go. And and more so than probably any other any other uh, brand, oh, even even DC doesn't have as many household names as uh, as Marvel does. And a lot of that's due to just how relatable of characters, you know, he created. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's really, really a shame that he's, uh, that he's passed, but, um, you know, in a, in a better place now and, uh, life know. goes on. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he will be actually missed. looking, looking at, uh, his like, like watching a video of all his cameos. His very first cameo was in 1989 in the trial of the incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. So he, he's been doing cameos in these, in these movies for, over 20 years now. Yep, that's one where Daredevil so. was his lawyer, right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that's uh that's going back a while. He that's not the first Marvel movie that came out, but that was one of the one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, then of course, what kind of started it all was the X-Men series in in 2000. Kind of It's kind of where it took off where he had that cameo role as mm-hmm. Hey, I'm in all this. I'm in all of them. Yeah, and, which uh, is, you know, he was he was pretty foundational part of that. Like he created the X Men, and it was not very popular. Um, the original version of the X Men was canceled somewhat quickly, and um, it wasn't until a couple of years later when it was picked back up uh, near the eighties uh, where it really got popular. But yeah, obviously, it all started with his ideas, and you know, kind of his takes on uh, a way of dealing with racism was actually where the X Men started off. Was people that are different and. Uh, society kind of rebuking them yeah he has a good take on that and if and, you're uh, if you're listening to this podcast you're most likely a nerd and you're being surrounded by 
yeah. honestly, like Facebook and Reddit, your your feed will be just all of the good things and and just funny quotes and cameos of just of him yeah. in it, and it's it's good to see. It is really awesome to see. Like one of, one of my favorite ones I saw today was in his interview. The question was to him, what would you like to say to the fans? And he says, I want to thank them for having to spend all these years coming to see my cameos. And of course, yeah. watching the movie with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speak the, the whole cameo thing uh, in preparation for this, because he knew the day would come where he would no longer be around to do the cameos. Uh, they filmed a lot of cameos. I think pretty, some generic ones they could fit into future movies. So he'll, He'll still be a lasting part of some of these movies going forward. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good to see. Mm. But yeah, so sorry to end on a sad note, everybody. Right. Is, right. But it is breaking news, kind of new to everybody. And it does, he does deserve to get some spotlight on him. Sure. Right. Yeah, definitely. So if you have, you have those quotes, you have those cameos, share them in your community, share them on your Facebook, you know, give tribute. It's all, it's all good stuff. Um, as for Pixel Pub in general, you know there has been some talk in the pub just regarding this and just sharing sharing some good stuff there. Um, and there's a lot of people are coming in. Like there's a lot of people, a lot of nerds, a lot of gamers alike coming in to see what we're all about. And Pixel Pub's gone pre- pretty big enough to say like I, I I need some help, so hired another admin to the community. You know, just to get just uh get a little help there and then we're moving forward with uh, a lot of a lot of new games and pushing the dev community the community development area a lot so you might see like you know more black ops more uh maple story 2 i know you guys don't really like that but it's it's pretty pretty (laughs) popular pretty popular it's it's bumping right now over there we introduced some like general genres for like mobas and like rts and that sort of thing so look out for that um blizzard channel yeah blizzard Channel. channel of course and uh, we just like for you to join us. And if you want more information, just hit pixelpubgaming.com. Join the Discord. Check us out. Have fun. And if you think there's a game out there that you excel in and you want to maybe take hold of leading, uh, get a, get in contact with the the community devs. and Which you are a part of, you... I think. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Now, you know, get, you, uh, get you in charge of it and get some recruits going but uh, i guess that's it for us this week yeah see you guys later see you bye